I've had a baby since then. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. And she's doing great. She's healthy and, you know, everything you could possibly want in a baby. So that's going well and just been juggling. You, you sleep, you get good sleep at night now? Or? I do, yeah, with my schedule. Just <laughs> I've been doing pretty much all the grow operations. So I've kind of maintained more or less sleeping every night. It's my wife that stays up with the baby. Yeah. I take her in the morning so she gets some sleep. Get some sleep, yeah. She's definitely taking one for the team on that side. That's dope. So. Hey, her name Holly, right? Holly, yeah. Yes, man. Moms be doing some, know, some moms shit. are special. I'm glad. Thing just that, I'm glad I'm a I'm a dad. <laughs> I oh, like I being a dad. But, yeah, dad's but, definitely like an easier job. I think. Hell yeah! Home. With moms, they're okay. like shit. You gotta. I was telling my wife this <laughs> actually today. She was like, "I'm about to tell you something nasty," and I was like, "Ma'am, I've I've seen the inside of you when they pulled the baby out." So I'm like, "That was pretty." Like I don't know mm-hmm. what can follow that up. And right. then she told me, and I was like, see, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than... Canisations with Chris. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your favorite podcast, because I know it is. It has to be, right? Canisations with Chris. I am your host, Chris. And what we like to do on this show it's talk about the cannabis community, highlight the individuals in the community, and sometimes we like to partake in the festivities on the show. But today we have a gentleman. Let's see. I met him. <clears throat> First time I met him, I remember I had to, you know, it was around when I it was. I think it was last spring, like it was springtime. I think it was in the summer, wasn't it? It was oh, yeah, like well, the most beautiful part of the it, summer. I think. It, it was. Yeah, you, but it was yeah, cool. Yeah, we went up on the hill and you got yeah, to see yeah. the whole view and the whole... <laughs> it was crazy. You got the whole experience. It was the sound of music. He was up there in the rolling hills. Yeah, exactly. But I went up to his house. I rode with Dusty and we went on a little trail and went down to his spot. And I remember, I didn't know who I was going to see. So I was just, you know, playing the background. This is who I am. And showed me his, his setup and how everything was going and... I remember us going up to the rolling hills mm-hmm. and the wind was blowing and who was that? That was Barry on one side, right? Down yeah, like Barry City, you can yeah, see. Yeah, Barry City. Yeah, you can see the grocery store and all yeah, that. Hell yeah, yeah, this shit was beautiful up yeah. there. <laughs> and on the other side, you kind of get like more farm, you know. Yeah, aesthetic, it was, you still good. had a whole view around. Yeah, it's pretty much panoramic. Yeah, yeah, yeah panoramic view. view. Yeah, we we're still pretty amazed that we were able to get that place, you know. Hey, That's yeah. why we moved so far south because... I mean, I'm originally from Chittenden, Franklin County, yeah. and you just couldn't really buy anything like that yeah. in that area, so that's why we moved down there, but yeah, no, we're really happy there. It's crazy. But anyway, without further ado, we have the owner of Honey Tree Farms, Jim Trask. And I must say, I look, I, because I say, you the reason why I say that I'm a bougie smoker. I swear <laughs> to God. You don't know it, but I told you. You, I've, I've coined that because the V6 Haze, I swear to God, like when I had it the first time, I was like, I don't know what it is about it, but I love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And usually when I go down to Cambridge Cannabis to yeah. you know, get my pre-rolls and whatnot, Fix. I'm yeah. like, hey, let me get something new, something you like, and my usual, the V6. V6 Haze. V6 Haze. Yeah, it's funny because that's <laughs> the first strain I ever grew besides the outdoor run I did last year, which was uh, Jack Frost. But yeah. it was the first indoor strain I've ever grown. And yeah, there's nothing really that I've grown so far that's topped it. I mean, there's just it just has yeah. everything that I personally look for in a strain, the upper 
you know, up heady high type strain or a uh, hazy high. Yeah, that that yeah, the haziness. I'm not really like a great one for uh, describing uh, that type of stuff, but yeah, you probably have a better way of. I mean, is 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 when it comes down to it is whatever your body responds to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you like, whatever fancies your high, because now that we have options. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now I'm not just going to the weed man and being like, can I get a you bag? Get what you get. Get what you get. Then, yeah. Now I got, I, oh, you, you can tell me what I'm smoking and well, that's, that's what it does? the amazing thing is I always wondered because you hear about other states like how the black market competes with the legal market. I was like, how is that possible? Because around here it's like you go into, it's like an Apple store and you've got like every piece of information <laughs> you could ever want and like yeah. the background history of the farm, the people who grew it. It's just like a great experience. Yeah. And I feel like I would just as a regular consumer which I was at one point and st- up until my grow got started. I did a lot of shopping at Forbin's because they're like four minutes away and obviously Cambridge Cannabis too when it came up here. But hey. yeah, I mean, I was like, this doesn't compare or this is way better than buying off yeah. just somebody on the black Just somebody market. you don't know where it came from. But it's crazy because, you know, you don't know where it comes from. You right. don't know, unless you know the, your weed guy personally. There's, you don't no, know. there's no accountability Exactly. So yes. like, that's where a lot of people would cut corners in the black market and they might use a pesticide you're not supposed to use. They might store it in a way you're not supposed to store it because yeah. they know like it's not like a branded thing usually where, okay, if they, somebody has a bad customer experience, they're going to come back and complain to me about it. Yeah. So there's no real sense of accountability really. And I think with a dispensary, it's like any other but, product, you know, exactly. if it doesn't do as advertised or wasn't the right thing, you know, yeah. you can go back and tell you, them. You can go, and it's right there in your hand. Like when you yeah. buy it, you got the label that'll take you to the website, it'll take you to the testing. You got companies out here that are credited for testing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they've both been on this show. On Shameless day. drop, you know what I'm saying? But oh, yeah. still, yeah. they've, uh, they have these testing labs to make sure that all the cannabis is smokable, consumable, mm-hmm. and best for what it Which is I for us. I mean, I prefer it. So I, look, I, I, I'll I, even I, tell you a story. My, my wife went to California, and her dad is from Arizona, and he brought some weed from Arizona, and we got it back here. And I'm a little bit of, like I said, the bougie smoker, so I'm always like looking to see what's in it, like cracking it so open, smelling bougie it. Bougie, you're talking like, Price like, wise, no, no, bougie. I mean, like, I like what I like. Like, I don't oh, like picky. certain weed. I'm picky. You're talking picky. Yeah, picky. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I'm a bougie sure. smoker. I yeah, but picky is like luxury. Luxury. It is luxury. Oh, I'm a luxury okay. smoker. Oh, like, okay. I don't have to smoke that that whatever I got from him back in the day when I can go here and say this is what I like, mm-hmm. and they can be like, we have that. Or yeah. if they don't have that, we'll try this. It's like the same category. Exactly. Yeah, which Cat- I didn't even know back when I bought weed off people in parking lots. Never. I didn't even know that there was like a difference between like uh, Indica Sativa. Yo, I just said on the show recently that I didn't even, when I was younger, like I was, I'm, I'm almost 40. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger back in the 90s smoking weed, I didn't understand that the nug was off a plant. I was like, I didn't, un- I just, it was, it, was a, it was, no, I just thought it was a drug. I didn't even have the concept oh, that it was it a plant. From, oh, you like, didn't know it came from a plant. I didn't even know it came from a plant. Yeah. Like, I was, it didn't have that association. It was just, well, a lot of people I'm think it's drugs. the leaf. Yeah, it's the leaf. Because they use the, the, you know, the fan leaf as the symbol for cannabis. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, what you're actually smoking, which yeah. some people don't know that. Yeah, well, that's what one of the, the reason we this show for so yeah, we can educate education, people. educational purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, man, thank you for coming out. Well, no let's problem. talk a little bit about Jim. You know, I know we've been talking a little 
bit before, but let's yeah. talk a little bit about Jim and the upbringings. So the upbringings of Jim, yeah, I'm from St. Albans, Vermont, born and raised. I spent most of my time in Georgia. Uh, so yeah, I'm a local boy. I don't have a huge background in cultivation or cannabis. And I think a lot of people in this industry have been in the industry for quite a long time and back in the black market days and whatnot. So I don't actually, I actually started growing in 2022 when I got my license um, at the place I'm at now. So yeah, I mean, I don't. What about the first time you smoked weed? When you told me that, that was that was interesting. Yeah, the first time I smoked weed was when I went to Belize. I think I was a sophomore in high school. So we were down just staying with like in a local village on the water. And of course, there's always that one cool kid in school that he's already been smoking weed and he somehow was able to source it down there. And so I just took a few puffs off the joint they rolled and the rest was history. <laughs> um, I've always had a fascination with it, but I was never like a super heavy smoker because like I was telling you before, I was a truck driver, so I had my CDL and <clears throat> obviously you can't smoke because you're yeah. drug, test, drug tested regularly. Yeah. So it was kind of like an on and off thing, but I was always pretty fascinated with the idea of growing cannabis or a crop like that to sustain yourself as a career or as a job it just seemed like a fun, cool, interesting thing to do. So yeah. that's why I gravitated towards it. A lot of people... It, this is the one thing I do like about this industry is a lot of people are, have been doing this for years. A lot of people yeah. are legacy growers that learn from their grandfather or something like that. Or they've been running weed for years, but then there's this flip side where it's, we, there were people out there that thought it was, we were, they, we, and me and myself included, were conditioned to be like, this is a bad thing, mm -hmm. this is, not a good thing. The devil's no, lettuce. The devil's lettuce. These jazz yeah. left hand cigarettes and shit like that. But at the well, same and as a new grower, I did want to say, yeah, tons of appreciation for the legacy people because if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have any of the genetics. We like, yeah. I, as a brand new grower, I can just go online and look at seeds and you know different cuttings and just stuff that back in the day they didn't have that luxury. It was so and we couldn't go online and, because yeah. one, there wasn't an online. It wasn't online. Two, then. They ain't gonna put no weed seeds on <laughs> to yeah. for people to grow it or describing them, like having things that coincide with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so, it kind of is... makes my job easy now yeah. because all the groundwork that had been laid over the years. So, huge appreciation for anyone who's been doing it for that long. Yeah, it's cool. Like you said, it is an appreciation because we wouldn't there there wouldn't be an a this. Yeah, there'd you, be no genetics exactly no a lot of if these things that are here if people wasn't doing the, propagating them yeah the, the legacy market you know what i'm saying so they're gonna look at us one day and they're gonna look at them and they're gonna be like mm -hmm. hall of fame you know what i'm saying the, yeah this man beat the law running a hundred pounds of weed across the state line of georgia yeah it's and was never caught <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Prohibition days. Like yeah, the 40, exactly, yeah, the Prohibition days. Movies, yeah. You see them dragging with horse and cart with a uh, uh, a cart of shine or something. Well, that's you know a good saying? comparison because, yeah, the quality of the alcohol back then was horrible because yeah. it was, you know, illegal. Yeah. And there was no oversight, no regulation, no testing. Yeah. So you just had people, they would put formaldehyde or whatever chemicals to make it seem like it was alcohol, but people died drinking that stuff back then you so. go blind you just so go blind with some uh <laughs> yeah the legal way legal market i think is definitely the way to go and i feel like in vermont we've done a pretty good job of you know 
putting our money where our mouth is and you know delivering on the quality yeah i think i do too i feel like there is some very good quality there's some mediocre out there but you know i feel like for that there's a place for that yeah you know what i'm saying there's a place for the not so great stuff just like there's a place for the quality Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying the honey tree creme de la creme yeah you know what i'm saying the it's, but then at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Everybody <clears throat> is going to like whatever they like. Yeah. You know, you know but it's cool. And it's to... always going to be a, a thing where everyone has their opinion. And I feel like uh, people like to have differing opinions or unique opinions on cannabis. Hey, so there's always going to be a niche, I think, for different Everybody's going to always have an opinion. And everybody's fart is going to stay right. to somebody else. So everybody's going to, you know, have what they have, you know, and yeah. like what they like. So, you know. But honey tree, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about. Let's get back on track here. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's cool. <laughs> it's that's what I, that's what this show is for. We can just say what we want to. Right? Mm-hmm. This part right here of us talking, you might hear it in the show, and you might not. I might take it out and just be like, Yeah, I don't want this part in it. But I feel like parts like this normalize the episode. Like we're gonna do this intro. We're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about this. And then mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about this. But then if the, conversation goes over here i'm cool with that you know, it makes it yeah unrehearsed I yeah think. exactly it's, it's what i don't it's not want. like a news story where no. somebody's like oh i've 20 minutes reporting to, uh, yeah, yeah 20 minutes it would be kind of cool i would like to have a, a tv show mm-hmm. like an online tv show like on some late night tv show shit would it be like cannabis users mm-hmm. or smokers and stuff and i'd be like i have a band over here that plays me out and they're like take me out the show you know what i'm saying yeah that'd be cool hell yeah but picture yeah, that Big dreams. We always smoking on there and talking about what we doing, have state of the art cannabis stuff. You know, I got I got dreams, dog. I might even take all that out. Not even let nobody hear. <laughs> hey, you don't want anybody to take those and take, take your ideas. Hey, they can't take these ideas. This is conversations, baby. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> but but yeah, honey tree. It was funny because you are one of the rare ones because I always when I see a name in something, I'm like Hmm. What was what was behind that name? Yeah. What made them use this name? But then I feel like yours was one of the most honest stories that I've ever heard yeah. behind the name. So can you can you share with us? Yeah, so my honest story on Honey Tree Farm was I just needed to fulfill what they needed in the application for the license. So I had to start a company and get it out. What do you call that? Limited liability company. So I had to name the company and... I just came up with something I thought sounded good, sounded like a high quality brand, you know, like a craft brand. And that was just, I just kind of made it up on the spot. <laughs> made it up. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really, I mean, there is a deeper meaning in terms of we officially make honey, I guess, because we made two jars worth of honey this year. And then <laughs> we're going to try to ramp that up next year. Uh-huh. And we want to make our own honey that's <laughs> THC infused. Mm. And we we're hoping that there'd be some sort of like terpene carry over because our yeah yeah, our uh, bees on the land yeah the bees are like in in the same area of the outdoor grow so we're hoping that you could like pick up the terpenes from the cannabis in the honey but that might be a a long shot so the story he told me before he was just like man i just came up with it we make honey and kind of we came up with two jars but that's a lot more interesting than, yeah. than you know what I'm And that saying? was Dusty's idea honeybees. originally, so you yeah. got to give him some credit. Because he, hey, like, when you guys came over, oh no, the first time Dusty and Chris Preston from 
Cambridge Cannabis came over, that was we come up with a lot of good ideas up on that hill when you're looking at the view because it's really hey, inspir- uh, inspiring. That view, hey man. So yeah, there's you know you it wasn't all my idea, but yeah, that's what we were thinking. And you know, worst case scenario, we just end up with a bunch of honey and we can infuse it and it'll be fun. But um, there is a gentleman that I know of who has allergies. Like and so honey is a good way of when the springtime comes, I can eat I, I can eat honey. Mm-hmm. Or he, not I, he, but I am talking about I can eat honey and it'll like bring my allergies down. So uh, if you infuse honey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not only are you fixing helping my allergies, <laughs> but I'm also getting right. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So hey. Oh yeah, I think it's just uh it's gonna be a great product if we yeah. can manage to I mean, of course, raising bees and cre- producing honey is like a huge effort in a, in and of itself i mean it's not tons of work but you have to set up all the the hives and you know yeah that's what i was going to ask what goes i mean you know you're like the i've met beekeepers before but i've never questioned them so i'm assuming that's what you are is like essentially a beekeeper correct well, yeah, I'm not. We just started this year, so we only had one hive going, so we're not like experts a on one hive is like one box. Yeah, right? it's like one stack of boxes. A stack, so it's like three boxes. Yeah, they're both like. Can you explain honey, like how yeah, so basically, bee, bees and stuff work? Because I don't understand. Yeah, I'll try to. It'll be like explain like I'm five on Reddit if anyone's heard of that. Because I'm not, you know, an apiarist by any stretch of the <laughs> imagination. But yes, yeah, so what we did was we purchased a queen, and that was like a, com- a couple hundred dollars. And what they did was sent you a slide. You've probably seen the slides that come out of the hives. Yeah. And they're covered in honey usually. And that was already populated with a queen and some of the worker bees. And then you'd put that in the hive that you bought at the store. With the, there'd be like ten slides per box or per section um so you'd put that in the middle the one with the queen in it and then they over the course of the summer would populate that box and then they work their way up into the boxes above them so we were able to get after one summer we got two probably two and a half pounds of honey so it's like not very much you know what i mean because we started i think a little, little late in the season but i think if you have everything rolling and you actually know what you're doing and you can get like a hundred pounds per hive so to produce a decent amount of honey for everyone to actually buy would be an undertaking so i don't know that i was you know that's why i was talking to you before about different ways to do it i guess yeah but, yeah i mean I de- in a perfect world we would you know produce it all ourselves i guess but well i mean you know i'm always coming up you can't tell me i don't have a genius idea yeah, you know what I'm saying, but you can produce the honey and then outsource it to a manufacturer, a trusted manufacturer, and they can have them infuse it with your stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like not only you're not taking on two things, you're taking on 1.5. We got to produce this honey, get it here, and you do it, and then we move it from there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So well, I think that would be one way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Because there's yeah. a lot of people. I don't really know a whole lot of people on the manufacturing side but i know that that hey we'll go back and listen to canisations with chris and i have quite a few manufacturers yeah. on that's been on the show they could possibly help you out you know what i'm saying sure shameless they could, plug. Yeah. i've been shameless plugging myself i've been <laughs> seeing that online it was like shameless plug and i'd be like that's stupid and here shameless I am, plug, yeah. shameless plugging the shit out of myself. Well, you got to plug yourself where you <laughs> of can. Of course, right? you got to. You know what I'm saying?
usually I'm the one that messes up. You know what I'm saying? Usually I'm the one that be like, I forget to tell you to bring a sticker. Oh, you know no, no, it's always me. But uh, I, I told him, I was, I told him this time, I was like, bring the sticker for the can of table. And then he was like, I forgot. So he was but like, we'll mail it to you. Though. Exactly. As he soon said as they get home. He, yeah, we gonna, he said he's going to mail it to me as soon as he gets to the crib. So I will yeah. be putting the sticker down on the table. Actually, here. I'll mail you two yeah. for your trouble. Right, hey. <laughs> I didn't bring one the first time. <laughs> I'll mail you two for your trouble. Yeah. Add, a, add a couple on because I can put some on the wall. Yeah, I usually ride around with a couple of stickers, and sometimes I just feel like. What size T-shirt do you wear? Uh, two X. Okay, yeah, I got T-shirts, but I didn't get all the sizes I was yeah. supposed to get, so I've got to get more. Two X, and if you could, a large. A large for you know, mm-hmm. saying for an adult, if mm-hmm. you will, because. You know, I have a large. Being in a marriage, you can't just get. Well, I have one for your wife. I just know I'm going to give it to you. Well, look, Unless you in can a squeeze into an XL. Hey, you know, I have been losing weight lately. I was going to say, you did look like, what are you, working out over there? I mean, look, I'm doing a, I'm doing a little bit of working out. I'm doing a little bit of stressing. doing a little bit of work. You know what I'm saying? i just moving around, working on mm-hmm. a podcast. You know, when, when yeah. you got so much things on your plate, sometimes your health takes it, but then... At the same time, it's like, maybe it's not a bad thing. I could shed some of this. Yeah, I lost 30 pounds since I moved to the farm and started. Look, and I was going to say the same thing about you. And I was like, I remember you was a little, not, I was yeah, you was a little chubby. Yeah, chubby. Yeah. You had a little fluff on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's, you got to life in, and then that's what happens. Yeah. Drop a few pounds here and drop a few pounds there, but. You know, working out as well, a little bit here and there, not as much as I should, but, you know, mm-hmm. got to get up and get a couple in the morning, put, uh, get the yeah. blood going in the, you know what I'm saying, get a couple push-ups yeah. and shit. You're one of those guys that gets up at 4 a.m. every day. And I hate to say it, it's like not, a, I'm not 4 a.m., I'm 5.30. That's pretty yeah, good still. No, I want to sleep, man, I be looking at people, they be like, man, I be sleeping until, like, 8.30, and I be like, Man, yeah. if I sleep in at 8.30, I didn't go to bed till 6.30. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I always get up early. I've always been an early bird. Yeah. I don't sleep in. Yeah. I can't sleep in, even if I wanted to. Yeah, I wish I could. Yeah. Well, look, uh, I want to bring us into our next segment called Own Weed. I mean, I know you like to grow flower, but we also like to want to normalize you. You're not just, mm-hmm. you, you've been, you know, you like smoking, so... I like to highlight and find out what you like to do when you smoke. So, for the first question, uh, how do you like to consume? So, I like to consume uh, by smoking with a pipe. It's yeah. my favorite. A little ball. Yeah. He, yeah, he said, I rolled a joint. He was like, I want to cough like a bitch. Yeah, I do have a coughing <laughs> issue. I'm not like the Mr. Smooth smoker. You know, if I really take a hit, I just cough up a lung, yeah. especially with the... <clears throat> The joints, it's something about the paper. Like, a lot of people have their things of what they like and what they smoke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I, I never, when I was younger, I never smoked out of a, uh, a pipe. I've always rolled blunts, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then when yeah. I first seen a pipe, I was, and they was smoking weed out of it, I was like. So I don't think know. I've ever smoked a blunt. Sounds crazy. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> but, all right, so look, don't you ever smoke a blunt until you smoke a blunt with me. All right. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to make sure that I get you your first blunt rolled by In me. In style, yeah. Yeah, I got you. I'm going to roll you a nice. I Southern got, style. I'm learning it's not so much the style, it's the quality of the blunt. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? When I was younger, I used to smoke Phillies. Yeah. Like, that was my peach Phillies. I love peach Phillies. And then White Owls came about. 
the big, big old white owls. They're like this long, like mm-hmm. fat, you know what I'm saying? And uh, then it turned into backwoods. You yep. know what I'm saying? So and you used then, to smoke backwoods cigars, but we never, see, I could smoke. never roll. Like anytime I tried to roll a joint, it was just like a total mess. And, really? Yeah, so, yeah, that's probably why we didn't really get into it, but yeah, I we used to you. smoke the cigars though. Well, then we, I got backwoods and then I got, you know, I was trying to be healthy, not smoke, but then it's just the, the I'm saying it's just me. I just like the blunts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I smoke backwoods. But now I've been finding a lot of backwoods with holes and shit in them and stuff like that. But recently I've been smoking these blunts called Brothers Broadleafs, which hmm. is some quality leafs. Oh, yeah? You know what I'm saying? So I got you. When I get some, this some's on the way. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to roll you one. Yeah. yeah no, I look forward to it. Yeah. Next question. When you like to smoke, What's your snack of choice? Snack of choice. Well, that's part of how I lost a bunch of weight. Is for some reason when I smoke weed, it makes me like not hungry. So I was able. Like I always heard good things about intermittent fasting. Yeah. So I like I would smoke weed in the morning. And I just wouldn't eat till like noon or whatever. Yeah. And then I ended up picking out. So my favorite thing to pick out on, I've got to say, is like cookies. Probably that's my biggest weakness. Mm, like cookies. I can clean out a whole sleeve of uh, <laughs> Oreos easily. Oreos. Let's talk about it because that's yeah. my favorite. There's nothing cookie. better than an Oreo. Nothing. I don't. All right. So look, let me ask you this: Are you a classic Oreo, or is there a specific type? Oh, classic. Of yeah. Classic. I don't want none of that double stuff. Unadulterated. Fuck! Yeah. What are you doing? Go yeah, double stuff just throws the whole ratio it, off. It, it, it makes. I don't have enough cookie for all this cream. Yeah, exactly. Like I gotta. I gotta hold. Otherwise, you could just eat the cream itself if that's all you wanted. Why don't you just? They, you know what they need to do? They need to come out with a make your own oreo mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and That'd they got it cool. and that's the thing like i just like the cookies the cookies is good yeah just by himself like i'll break them down eat all the the cream out the cookies and then just eat the cookies by themselves mm-hmm. like, you know what i'm saying like oreos uh what's your I, I know oreos is the greatest cookie hands down no argument but what's your like second favorite cookie second favorite oh let's see here Recently, I've been into those Tate's chocolate chip cookies. You know those that green bag, and they're like thin. They're thin. Crispy. They're thin. They're yeah, like those in are a good. plastic sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, like I like those. They remind me of chocolate ginger snaps. Yeah. They crunchy. They. I yeah, like the, those are pretty good. You like the texture of it. Yeah. It's like sweet. But chips. you have to have the chewy part though too. It can't just all be because sometimes I bought one of those and I think they sat in the shelf too long and they're dry. Yeah. So you gotta have the middle be chewy the, still. Yeah, that's, yeah. The center of it has yeah. to be a little yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh what type of music do you like do you like to listen to? So mainly like rock. I mean I play guitar and drums a little bit, so I'm mostly into you know anything oh, that has a instrumental. Okay. I mean of course hip hop, everyone loves hip hop but Facts. um so yeah I could probably a little bit of everything but mostly 90s grunge like Tool Soundgarden Red Hot Chili Peppers those guys yeah yeah yeah. I remember Soundgarden I, uh, back in the day yeah <clears throat> I, uh, how do you I'm 32 so 91 okay yeah I used to play this game called Road Rash it was a motorcycle game on Playstation mm-hmm. and they had this song on there from Soundgarden and I remember every time when I would go race I would make sure that that song played Mm-hmm. So you can pick your song list and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that was always on the sort of song from Soundgarden. So, mm-hmm. hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of the music I discovered as a kid came from video games. Like Did the it? Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. That just yeah. looks like an eye-opening experience because um, I've never heard that music before. What was yeah. it? Uh, the 
one of the boxes, round two or round three. Um, I don't think I had that. Yeah, that was that was like mine. It had a whole bunch of hip hop songs on, and I was like, "Oh shit, I ain't never heard this." And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the video games, even with uh, what was that, Vendetta, the the hip hop, the video game with all the rappers in it, that had exclusive songs. Like I found them later on, but mm-hmm. hell yeah, like video games and music, hand in hand, baby. You yeah, see, you ever play Guitar Hero? Yeah, I used to love guitar. And that was before I played guitar. So, I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I mm. love the guitar There's hero. something so addictive about that. I don't know. What, <laughs> me, and this, me and this guy named Hodge, we used to be, when we was in the military, shout out to my boy, DJ. We used to be out there like 3 in the morning, 3, 4 in the morning to the sun come up. Mm-hmm. Guitar hero. He would throw that shit on expert. He could play yeah. the guitar anyway, but he had them fingers, boy. Yeah. She was crazy. There's something about that. It makes you feel like you're actually playing the songs, <laughs> but you don't actually have to know how to play them. You, to know. you just got to know the buttons to push them when they yeah. say to push them. Mm-hmm. And know how to do this real quick. Right. Hit the, you know That's pretty much all it is anyway. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what type of activities do you like to do when you when you smoke? Pretty much just work around the clock between keeping up with the grow and then with the baby. So activities, yeah. I mean, every once in a while I get to play some guitar and stuff. So I guess playing guitar would be the number one thing. That's dope. That, that is, you know. Whenever you get a That's the great moment. thing about cannabis is it gives you creativity or inspiration from, mm-hmm. you know. It puts you in a place where you can be creative because you are creating. You know what I'm saying? I know it sounds crazy, but I mean, no, it don't. I need to stop saying it sounds crazy, but I feel like when I'm with the plan, like, I don't know, but it's like I'm getting smarter just being with, I'm getting more, like, mm-hmm. learning from the plan and just interacting. Like, somebody said the best thing to, to grow a plant is your shadow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, putting time in. Putting time in. And that's Definitely, why I, yeah. I love it. I think that if there's anything I've done right, it's just putting as much time into it as I can. Yeah. Like, I don't really take time off. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of always there making sure the plants are get what they need. Not that I do everything perfectly, of course, but... it's Everything you know, is learning. You, you get in, you get out what you put in. That's it. You get out Definitely. what you put in. That's what's up. Well, look, man, thank you so much for yeah. coming out, thank man. You. I greatly appreciate you coming out uh, all the way off that beautiful mountain that you live on. Yeah, no that problem. panoramic man. view. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But won't you tell them where to find you online? Yes, you can find me at honeytreefarmvt.com and at honeytreefarmvt on Instagram. Yeah. We've got some new cultivars that we're coming out with, so, yeah. you know, dispensaries and yeah. people can Yikes. get in touch and we can Has set been. some people up with some flour and whatnot. we got some pre-rolls coming out in a week or two, so, yeah. so we'll have some ample... Uh-huh stock for people mm, yeah we got some we got some we got some, some offline things to talk about mm-hmm. once again man thank you so much <clears throat> for coming out i greatly appreciate it thank, thank you, y'all bro. for listening I greatly appreciate y'all you know you can find me Conversations chris podcast on instagram we're gonna be coming out you know i met some people who will be connecting me with people you know what i'm saying and get a website and things like that so you can find me more accessible to the show and things like that also i got you know what I'm saying the pre-roll about to hit the shelves i'm going to keep saying it but you know what i'm saying i want to i'm just gonna wait for it to happen because it's gonna happen Ain't that right? Yeah. That shit gonna happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, look, once again, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for coming out. Really appreciate you. And y'all know what it is. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. And we out. 
Well, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it I was, was nervous good. a little bit, but because I've never been on a podcast before. I, I figured it was something where you could edit it, but I was just like, oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, I don't oh, know. Yo, you want to hear this? You will be like, damn, he must know what he's doing. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about it. I didn't feel like.